Blog Talk Radio.
Good morning, good morning, and good morning again. Well, this is the seventh day of May in the year of 2023. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful that God allowed each and every one of us to see this day. Is this a day that you knew you were going to see? Is this a day that you thank God for? Well, I'm going to see if Minister Sylvia is available and if she could pray for us and with us, not only for the program, but for our ministers with a special prayer for Minister Margot, Pastor Troy, and also the prophet to the nation, Prophet Antoine. But we have many others as well. Minister Sylvia, are you available? Yes, I am. Father God, we come to you on today, God, asking you to open up our ears that we may hear the program on today. We may be able to allow the words of your of your speaker, of your prophet, of your apostle to penetrate our hearts, God. That we be accepting your word. We will just know that your word comes to free us, heal us, deliver us, and give us a breakthrough. God, we just ask you to let Smile Three E do what only you have allowed it appointed and anointed it to do, God. God, we thank you for this ministry. We thank you for this program. We thank you for everything that it stands for. God, we thank you that it stands for the scripture. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. That's Matthew 6 and 33. God, we thank you for each and every one of the uh, pastors, prophets, Ministers that's assigned to this ministry, God. God, we ask you to touch Minister Margot from her head to her toe, God. Her front to her back, oh God. God, we just ask you to do only what you can do, only what you have the power to do, oh God. God, while she's in the hospital recovering and going through what she has to go through, God, we just ask you to keep your angels there to minister to her, God. Minister to her, Lord, and don't let her faith fail her, Lord. Let her keep holding on, knowing that only God, only God can keep. Only God can free. Only God can give a breakthrough. Only God can heal. Only God. God, while we're trying to figure it out, God, I'm asking you to work it out. While they're trying to figure it out, God, I'm asking you to work it out. Where they're trying to come up with what it is and what it isn't, God, we're asking you to give it a name of healed, healed, healed. God, we ask you to keep Pastor Servant Troy Thomas up before you, oh God. God, we ask you to meet every need. We ask you to just constantly minister to his heart, the heart of love, the heart of forgiveness, the heart of generosity, the heart of sincerity, God. 
when you sent him through the heart surgery, God, you did more than just let them do surgery on the heart, but God, you was cutting some stuff out and putting some stuff in, God. We just ask you, oh God, to let your word penetrate his heart while it's continually to heal. God, we just ask you to bless and cover and keep the apostle, the prophet, the man of God that you're sending over the highways, oh God. You're sending over the byways, oh Lord. We ask you to keep him safe, oh God, as he's traveling in and out, as he's taking your word, as he's planting seeds here, planting seeds there, God. We know that some plant, some water, but God, you get the increase. God, we ask you to cover the man of God while he's moving about. Keep it on harm, evil, danger, and death from him, oh God. Keeping him safe in all the truck stops and the areas that he has to stop by and be by, God. We just ask you to cover him. Keep mistaken identity away, God. Keep false identity away, oh God. God, we just ask you to keep them. Keep them, God. Keep their households. Keep their families, God. And in the season of delivery, in the season of breakthrough, in the season of healing, God, we ask you to just keep their households intact, God. Keep their families, oh God. God, I just ask you to bless Smile 3E, Iron Shopping Our Ministry, every minister, everyone associated with it, Pastor Ron and Pastor Tony Montgomery, Dr. Serena Wright, Reverend Lauren Seabury, Apostle Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, Minister Sylvia Kaiser, God, we're asking you to Continue to bless our ministry, God. Bring it forth. Bring it forth, oh God. Let it do what you said only you can do, God. We ask you to let it grow so that it reach more people worldwide. Web, over the radio, blog talk, as well as Facebook Live, Instagram, TikTok, and anything else you call it to, God. Make it happen, oh Lord. Give us the avenue. God, we trust you, we believe you, we accept you, we receive you, and we say thank you, oh God. In Jesus' name, amen. Apostle, it's back in your hands. Amen, amen, amen. Well, today's program... It's going to be similar but yet different because today's program will be all about you and what you've asked God for and about what you have been unctioned to do by God. And so although you may say, what does that have to do with anything? My response to you 
is everything. Everything. And some of the things that may come along to try to challenge you. And I'm going to give you examples of those things, not all things, but of some of those things. Question. Has God given you an assignment and bucket list of things that he wants you to accomplish? Have you accomplished all of them? Or have you had so many bucket lists in your lifetime thus far that you shut the one down not knowing that he's had so many for you and that you've had many for yourself. A bucket list is a number of experiences or achievements that a person hopes to have or accomplish during their lifetime. Another person has said that it's not just dealing with achievements and experiences, it's dealing with all things. So it's a list of these things, whether it's one or many, that you have not done before. But not only do you want to do, they've been assigned to you to be done before you naturally and spiritually die in this world. Because many people are yet living, but they're spiritually dead because of pain, because of hurt, because of trauma, because of health issues with their central nervous system, cardiovascular system, skeletal system, respiratory system, reproductive system skin disorders, their endocrine system, their digestive system, and even those that have had issues and concerns that have been financially driven, those that have occurred because of the losses or the transitions of loved ones or spouses or friends and more. Sometimes it's just a dramatization of what you already have been experiencing, but because whether we like it or not, some people are just drama-driven. Uh, many times we have said that there's people that we know and that are in our families um, that don't care what kind of drama as long as they're in that drama, whether it's positive or negative. There are some people whose bucket lists have been affected by disappointments and stress um, the cares of life, life changes, job changes, changes in your home, changes in your relationships. Some people's bucket list has even been based on their assignment that has brought them microaggressions, micro-inequalities, micro-triggers, racism, sexism. They've had to deal with nepotism. And guess what? And some people, that's been their actual bucket list. God has assigned them to go in and out and strategize and teach people leadership traits and navigation traits to get through the macroaggressions and inequalities and micro-triggers that have been sent. And they've been sent 
to get you off, to get you redirected and distracted from your bucket list. Well, on Cinco de Mile Day this year, the 5th of May, um, I wrote on Facebook, peace of mind is a beautiful commodity. And I, because I was talking to a loved one, that's what it was talking about this week, and I could see, hear, and feel the joy and the peace after the heavy, stressful burden had been lifted from him. And this I did. I'm telling you today that it was a him. What I wrote on Facebook, it just didn't announce who it was. And I said, to God be the glory. But see, many of our young uh, men of cleric uh, assignment or our young men of God need and are looking for a consistent great mentor or life coaches. And these men of God, it's not just men of God, although this particular hosting was about the men of God. It's really the women of God. But what I noticed is that a lot of women of God as well have been able to find mentors and life coaches a lot more often than the men of God. Because there's other men that are saying that nobody ever did that for me. Or they've allowed the enemy of their soul and of our souls to devalue them. There's men that because of their mental challenges they've dealt with or because they were incarcerated or because they've been divorced or because they have so many children, there's so many reasons why they've allowed the enemy to debuckle their bucket to destroy their bucket list. Even if it was just because they were disappointed because they never had a mentor or a life coach. But the devil is alive. You shall live and not die. You shall be above and not beneath. You shall be a lender and not a borrower. You shall be the head and not the tail. You shall be that for which God has called you to be. Now let's get back to this thing that I put on Facebook. And it says, I can't show them how to be human. This is what I wrote. But, 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 help me, Lord Jesus. I can and will show them how to be and share with them the principles of being a great leader that looks, that pulls, that pushes, and sometimes even carry and helps them to recover and to be restored. And it says, dot, 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 meaning on and on. And helps others to be the leader that we need. Some people need a leader to push. Some people need a leader that will recover. Some people need a leader that will pull them. So there's different leaders that are needed, and it could be the same person that's doing those various things for the same person or doing it for a variety of people. And then at the end he says, this knowledge sharing will begin at an early age and more to God be the glory in Jesus' name. And then I wrote in a continuation of that, reading, he was deeper, farther along than happy. 
and I could hear it and see it spiritually. And then about five days ago, God had me to share a thought that he had gave me. And it was to me, it was a message to myself. It says, Jesus in the desert. And the person that appeared to be the voice of reason was actually the devil. And that voice of reason sometimes is demonic. It's thing of strife and division. And where that came from was when someone was talking and I was trying to show them that they already had what they needed within them. They already had did this uh, a number of times. But in their panic, the enemy was actually causing them to not be an example to the other person on the phone that was a non-believer. And God reminded me that just as Jesus had a conversation with the devil when the devil tried to get him to jump off this and turn this into food and things of that sort, person was acting like they was the person of voice of reason, but they it was the same devil that had been there before in another relationship where they were always being seen or trying to be seen as the voice of reason when actuality they were that same voice, that same demonic force that spoke to Jesus in the desert. And so sometimes we will panic and experience things when we're supposed to be an example. And it doesn't mean that we're Uh, we've committed a sin, it just means that there's a common denominator that we oftentimes forget exists. And just like the devil who talked to Jesus, the desert, it's the same devil that's going to talk to us during our desert experience. And we always have to be aware He sneaks in. My sister loves this verse. He sneaks in, and it appears that he's undetected. He's deceptive because he sneaks in amongst us. He sneaks in to discredit us. He sneaks in to sow in division and strife in the very vehicle that God is using to save somebody else. And then, like I said, it was another message to myself because God was ministering to me. And I wrote, this is connected to the message to myself. The devil had to be kicked out of heaven. Mm -hmm. The pigs had to plunge off the cliff. Uh Uh-huh. Jezebel had to die how she died. Yeah. Lot's wife had to become a pillar of salt. Uh-huh. The fire had to consume the water soaked off of Yeah. Lazarus had to die in order to live again. Goliath, the giant, had to be, uh, had to have his head cut off, and he had to be 
that Philistine that was being disrespectful. He had to do this because it was an assignment. Just as Jesus had to correct the devil in the desert. Because see, many times God would just tell us, What I'm doing is bigger than that. Because he wants you to see the common denominator that has been planted in your very presence. And he may not even allow you to disconnect from that common denominator because you have an assignment. And the assignment is to show that common denominator in the spirit realm you will not repeat this. I cast you out, and I cast you down to the dry places in the desert. So see, that common denominator wasn't new because we had seen it before with other relatives and other people within our lives. But see, what the enemy knows how to do is to sneak in unaware when you're thinking it's all about you when it's really all about him. He's going to show you the things, the people, the situations that are trying to abort your bucket list, that are trying to abort the assignment that God has given you. And so many times in the past, I must admit, I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. But it's because of the message that God gave me last week. I wasn't listening to hear. I wasn't trying to hear the Lord clearly because of what I want. But see, what woke me up was when I heard someone say, they're trying to tell me. And I said to myself, God, why did they say they're trying to tell me? And God said, because I've been trying to tell you for a long time, Cecilia. You haven't been listening. So although he had to deal with that person where they were, he had to deal with me and where I was. And says, how many times have you casted your pearl before swine? How many times have you returned to the vomit that I had you to use to get the toxins out of your body? How many times have I told you to listen, to hear? He says, how many times have you tried to encourage someone and get them to calm down but it backfired? He says, many times, but now Walk in forgiveness and shh. And listen to me, and I put the phone on mute, and I started to allow God to minister to me because he had already let me know what you're saying is not being received. So shh. And I said, God, the devil had to be kicked out of heaven. Because he was so busy trying to 
show that he was so smart that he couldn't listen. And he was walking in pride. And he was able to deceive a third of the angels. And they were all kicked out of heaven right along with him. But see, they were angels, and so was he. But pride had set in. But see, pride sneaks in, and it appears to be subtle. It'll cause you to do things that uh, you wouldn't normally do. But sometimes every time you're in this audience, every time you're in this particular situation, this enemy shows up because he's shown up all your life. All he's ever tried to do is divide and conquer, promote strife and conquer. But see, God was holding me accountable and letting me know. So see, there's a common denominator. You're missing it. And then I heard the person say to the other person while I uh, was listening to God, but they said, oh, that person was just trying to help. And God let me know that just because you're trying to help doesn't mean it's going to be received. And I remember uh, my sister telling me about how she felt when someone would be very disrespectful to her and, and do all types of things. God said, remember you told me you didn't understand that. You told me you just didn't get it. And he says, now I'm allowing you to feel what that other person felt all these years. My God. I'm allowing you to firsthand understand the hurt and the pain that they received. I'm allowing you to see how subtle the enemy comes in in order to distract people from their bucket list. Because the two of them were acting in ways that did not bring God glory because of the subtleness of the enemy. He had crept in. But see, when you identify that common denominator, let's talk about something else, and then I'm going to, you know, pull it all together. The pigs had to plunge off the cliff in Mark 5, 13 and 17. When Jesus gave them leave for the unclean spirits that had entered the pigs, the herd violently dropped off the steep place into the sea. And see, God was saying to me that, see, Jesus was able to see the devil and the legion that was sitting and clothed, but yet afraid. Because they had been possessed by the devil, they didn't even know that they were being the devil in this situation. And that God 
allowed Jesus to cast them out. So there's things and people that God's going to assign you to in order for you to understand the pain and the hurt that someone else felt. So when I felt this pain, I can't say that it was the same pain that the other person had felt all these years that I wasn't there. I never saw it. With my natural eyes, I was never there whenever it happened. But I remember praying for them while this voice of reason was playing them against one another. And so when I felt this pain that the other person had been feeling, my tears and my eyes were full. My heart was heavy. And I did not understand how the common denominator that had occurred so many times had not been identified. But then God showed me because the enemy had crept in. And the other person, whether it was jealousy, envy, or strife, God was trying to identify and expose and decode the root cause of why that common denominator that was acting as the voice of reason was able to creep in. Believe it or not, even the say hidden devils that they don't know about. But if they allow God to minister to them, if they allow God to expose it, they may have gotten away with it before and the time before and the time before. But when God brings in a new place of restoration, a new person, a voice of true wisdom, he will allow you to see that common denominator that distracted you from your bucket list or tried to distract you from it, but he's putting you backwards again, the straight and narrow way. Because, see, if he doesn't, then the same violent death that Jezebel died from because she refused to respect and honor God and the people of God will affect them, whether it's spiritually or naturally or both. And so the fact that God had gave us a warning, I privileged that he loved us so much that he wanted to use us so greatly that he would show me the dog that ate her flesh and that her very corpse was left there in the field all because of her disobedience that spiritually that's what the enemy was trying to do to us. He was trying to 
put that plot, that strategy, that ambush that he had for us. Because, see, sometimes you can't see the common denominator, and you can't see that it's trying to destroy you bite by bite by bite. Just like the water that drips in the bucket and it gets full and fuller and fuller until it overflows. Well, this demonic force was eating at us, eating at our spiritual flesh because the enemy was upset with the work that was being done and the unity that he had created. Because see, what he had forgot was that there was a unity amongst these people that the parents had instilled. There was a unity among these people where one was the protector of the other. So the enemy wanted to destroy that art of protection and wanted to make it now that thing that destroys, that eats away. But God wants to identify this and these unclean spirits of the common denominators, whether they were cousins, whether they were so-called friends, whatever, 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 whoever they were. He wanted to identify them so that they could be cast out to go over the cliff. They could be cast out so that the dog could feed on them, but not on us. But see, you've got to know your assignment and how devoted the enemy is to do his own thing. Because, see, sometimes people may say, well, that, that, that wasn't that bad. Well, likewise, stop turning back wasn't that bad either. She just wanted to have a last look for which God had brought her from. She wanted to look at that vomit one more time. Bada, hiramoro, help me, help me, help She didn't want to go forward with what God had assigned it to. But there was an angelic messenger that God had sent. See, that's how God is. He will restore you. He'll refresh you. He'll resend you. He'll give you a way of escape from that very thing that was wicked and violent that was trying to deprive you of the life that God had assigned you to. That angelic messenger that said, shh, shh. God's going to give you a way of escape out of this. Shh. Shh. Don't look back. Don't stop anywhere. Shh. Shh. Keep going forward. Look forward. Strategize with the things that are in front of you, not the things that are behind you. He's already put it in the furnace. He's already consumed it in the fire. See, this is my personal testimony on today. I'm talking to you about how the enemy tried to get me away from my bucket and the God-given connection that he had given me 
as a child. A God-given protector that he has given the lifestyle that he had assigned me as a child. That God was saying, just tell you, I will not allow you to fall off this cliff. I will not allow you, I will not allow you to see the fire of the anointing that's in your belly. I will not allow you to abort the mission that I fully showed you when you went to Jerusalem. And you nailed down on the place that Jesus had transitioned in I will not allow you to allow the sin of your flesh to violently walk in unforgiveness or for you to forget your bucket list of assignments that I've given to you. I will not allow you to allow the demon of strife and division to come into this. How many of you listening on the line have had a similar experience where the enemy of your soul placed you in your comfort level to have you acting and behaving and indulging in your fleshly desires and devaluing the very thing and the disobedience and the disrespect and the returning to your own vomit when God was saying, focus, focus, Cecilia, stay focused. And he ministered to me about the things that I had felt on that day and about how it was an answer to a prayer. I didn't ask God to let me experience what that other person was feeling, but I did tell God I didn't understand it. And because I did not understand it, he felt that it was critical that he would help me understand. So as I cried those tears, he didn't collect them in the body. As I cried and snotted because of the hurt that I was feeling, he reminded me about how the fire had consumed the water-soaked offering. See, the offering on that day that was being soaked was my tears on the very offering that was trying to promote strife. and discord, and division. And as I cried, and as I poured out my heart to God, I could visualize the fire from heaven coming down to destroy that very thing that was 
sent to try to destroy a relationship that God had established that was key to the ministry that he had established, that was key to the destruction of the demonic force of strife and division, not just in families and with loved ones, but that monopolizes this whole world. And so the assignment of love, yes, I'm getting to it. I told you I was going to bring it all together. The assignment of agape love, that God has assigned us to use my mother to teach us. He himself taught us through Jesus Christ. Because see, some things you've got to experience in the natural in order to understand it in the future. So that thing, that common denominator that needed to die, it had to die so that our agape love could live again. When Jesus told Lazarus, come forth, he came forth after he had died from that which was plaguing him. So when he raised us from the dead that time, and many other times, it was so we could live again. God is resurrecting the ministry of agape love in a whole nother way. Because see, the death that was experienced in the garden, spiritually and physically, many of us are experiencing right now. The rebirth that Jesus gave we're experiencing right now. Those that don't understand the death to situations and circumstances that we must experience is because we've got our eyes off the bucket list that God has given us naturally and spiritually. But on today, to God be the glory. God has said he's called us. He's called you. He's called me to give the glory to Jesus Christ, to speak and to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And although we may experience many afflictions and heavy weights and temporal setbacks, God is restoring us. Today, 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 today. And although Second um, Corinthians 5, verses 1 and 2 says, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan earnestly, desiring to be clothed, Upon with our house, which is from heaven. God has given us a new bit. God, I buy it. 
that when we walk by faith and not by sight, he will show us every time that common denominator tries to creep in again. That same one that tried to divide us as children, as youth, as young adults, that is still trying to destroy what God has given us to do. Because, see, what we don't understand sometimes is that this giant head got to come off. This giant of uh, rudeness and, and, and disparagement and, and disrespect and, 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 and division, this giant head has to come off. We've identified it so many times in the future. And in the future, we're going to see it again. But when we see it again, God's going to give us the right arm. Mm-hmm. He's going to give us the right sword to cut that giant panel. But before he gives us the sword, he's going to give us the sling and a stone that's going to hit that giant so hard to let them know that the blood of Jesus has been applied to you. You cannot enter. The champion that God has sent us in the host of angels that have been sent to persuade us and to uh, protect us is going to cause that giant to fall again and again and again. Because, see, from this day forth, Every time we see the enemy of our soul, God is going to give us the iron, the weapon, the tools, the chariot, the armor, the things that we need to accomplish our God-given purpose. Are you facing a giant that appears to be impossible? Have you stopped and asked God to help you to refocus? Have you stopped and asked God, God, show me the very insults and circumstances that this enemy has tried to use when they appeared to be the voice of reason? My sister constantly talks about Psalms 1, and God took me back for that and said, how can the devil that tried to give Jesus advice, give you advice. And I said, God, because it was subtle, the same subtleness that was used before that was trying to come back in and destroy another relationship. And so I thank God on today that he allowed us to see the bucket list that he's given us, the assignments that he's given us that the enemy wants to destroy. And the thing that I love best is that sometimes he's going to still send you to that common denominator because they're just that important to him. Their soul is just that important to him. But now he's made you aware of some of the things that that common denominator is trying to do in order to destroy 
the ministry within you. But know this, the ministry in you is so great and so profound that the enemy is paying attention to you the same way he paid attention to Jesus, the same way he paid attention to David, the same way he paid attention to Elijah. That's the kind of gift, that's the kind of ministry, that's the kind of assignment, that's the kind of bucket list that God has placed within you. My God, what a privilege. I know you thought it was going to be one of those Pete and Jake things, but guess what? It's coming. I know you thought it was going to be one of those Joyce Meyer things, but guess what? It's coming. Greater, greater, greater. Because, see, your stuff might not be on television, Your stuff might be on satellite radio. It may be on satellite television. Don't allow anyone to devalue the value of the gift that God has placed in you. It's not just for the industry. It's not just for the educated. It's not just for those that are successful uh, in the world, in the government. It's meant for the world, the world, the world. When you get that in your spiritual and natural heart, you'll understand that that ministry that's in you 20, 30, 40 years from now, if you're gone, it's still going to be ministry. God, I thank you for the message. I thank you for the personal growth and the testimony that you've released through this message. I thank you for letting me see when I lost my focus and I was distracted from the bucket list that you've given me. I thank you for even showing it to every listener that is listening on today and via the World Wide Web, and that you're refocusing us. You're resurrecting us. You're reversed us. You've given us a type of CPR that only you can give. Because you want to restore us. Thank you for the restoration. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the lesson on agape love. I repent for ever taking your agape love for granted. And I thank you for allowing me to feel the things that I did not understand. Because sometimes that's what it takes in order to identify the hurt that someone experiences over and over again. And I thank you, God, for telling them to put it in the sea of forgiveness. Let it go. That's old. That's over. You are more than a conqueror. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I know we went over, but Minister Sylvia, I turn the program back over to you. Father God, we thank you for today's service. We thank you for everything we heard, oh, Father. We thank you for letting it soak into our spirit and letting us open our hearts to receive, especially when you expose the common denominator, whether it's him, her, or ourselves. God, we thank you for 
exposing common denominator because then there is no excuse. Uh, we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We can't say thank you enough. I had to say that it be, and acknowledge my sister Sheila because she would say, Lord, I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you. And I just want to say it again. Thank you, God. God, I just got a um, text from a friend that says for us to pray for someone whose wife has just taken their own life. God, we just ask you to cover the minds of people. Cover the minds of people, God. Because the common denominator is the enemy is trying to inflict death on us spiritually, mentally, and physically. God, we just ask you to keep every one of our family members in prayer, God. We ask you to cover their minds again, God. Cover their hearts because there's nothing too hard for you. God, what the enemy meant for evil, God, we ask you to turn around for your good, oh, Lord. God, we ask you to bless and keep the woman of God for boldly bringing forth the word, calling those things out that does not bring glory, does not bring honor, and does not bring life unto your people who you've given assignment. God, teach us how to stay on assignment, God. Open our eyes and our mouths, Lord, that we may hear from you. I don't know if anyone's on the line and would like to say anything, or, but God, we just want to say we ask you for your guidance, your leadership, your deliverance, your th- things that you have to, have to expose in our life, God, so that we don't go back to our vomit, God. God, let us get rid of everything violently in our life that's keeping us from our assignment from you, oh God. God, I just want to say we're looking forward to what you're doing in our lives. God, let us receive it with two hands, two arms, two feet, two eyes. God, we don't want to come in lame, but God, if that's what you call for us to be, God, give us the encouragement and the glory to stay on assignment for you, oh God. Yes, I said the glory because I take glory, I'm glorified. You, oh God, I'm glorified you for choosing me for this assignment. I want to make sure that I give the notices of what's going on with Smile3ER and Shopping Iron for a radio broadcast that is Worldwide Web Ministries. Tomorrow night is our Monday night service from 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It will be with Pastor Servant. Troy Thomas, come back on Fridays at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I will be your minister for Friday night. Come back next Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. I'm sorry, 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, our very own apostle, like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, will be ministering again. I want you all to remember our foundation of scripture is Matthew 6 to 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We love you all with the love of the Lord, and there's nothing you can do about it. 
I just want to uh, know if there's anyone on the line that would like to have any comments on today. Please speak now. Okay, well, I give it back to the woman of God, Apostle Elect. We pray for you. We pray that God keep you and your family. Pray that God have a blessing waiting for you on the other side of the door when you walk out today. Like none other, let people just walk up and bless you. You know, Lord, I ask you that when you go to work tomorrow, let people just bless you undescribably where you know nobody but God. Keep my family and if, uh, my friends and everyone in your prayers, those that have lost loved ones, God, just God, just keep us, oh Lord, keep us. See your hands are possible. Amen, amen. I thank God for those of you that uh, need to know what your bucket list is. Go to God. Go to him and ask him what your bucket list is. Um, and ask him to help you to stay focused on your bucket list. Um, so that you can accomplish everything that he's assigned you. Because all of those assignments are in the bucket. And I know some of you say, well, my bucket is overflowing. Thank God that he loves you that much that he can trust you with an overflowing bucket list. And the last thing I want to do before we go off the air is pray for Minister Sylvia. God, I thank you for Minister Sylvia. I thank you for the yoke-destroying anointing that's on our life. I thank you for her bucket list that it not only includes those that have been married, those that have been divorced, those that have been single parents by geographical reasons. I thank you for her anointing to even allow the people in the a motorcycle world and the uh, very sporting sports arenas and the various things that uh, you've assigned her to in the cleaning industry and the various things that you've assigned her to in the nursing industry, God, and all of the things that you've assigned her even to those that are encouraged, those that have been in accidents, those uh, that are even in the government, whether they're in the city, the municipal, or the federal government. God, I thank you for those that you've assigned her to, God. I thank you even for revealing in her heart that eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, and neither has it been to the heart of man, the things that you, God, have in store for her. As not only she keeps saying yes, but she keeps being an example of yes and of your agape love. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Until next time, don't forget, Matthew 6 and 33, that seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And I pray that God adds his agape love even to you more and more and more each day. So as she said, we'll see you tomorrow for iron sharpening iron where Minister Sylvia Kaiser will be our host.
Pastor Choi Thomas. Bye-bye.